Welcome back to Missouri, the Truth Summit uh, with Mike Lundell. This is another extra Lions and Generals. Pastor Todd, we have a lion and a general with us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite pastors in the oh, entire you. country. Love this guy. Actually, a lot of people think I'm related to you. Oh, we have the Italian. Dark, the Italian. <laughs> yeah, we match in our suits. That's Look right. Yeah. 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 So, you know, all of it, man. But honestly, I mean, you are uh, wow. standing for truth. I appreciate you so much. Lord of Host Church is expanding, growing. Uh, you got a new building. Tell us a little bit about what's going on over there. Well, in Omaha, Nebraska, you know, people have this stereotype, Pastor Dave, that Omaha is like this, you know, farm uh, overalls. That's really not who we are. We have a very radical church in Omaha, Nebraska, very prophetic. There's an open heaven literally over the church to where the Spirit of God speaks about many uh, events that are happening in the earth today. But what I love about it is God has blessed us with an expansion project. We're building a uh, larger sanctuary. We're taking over more and more territory to expand the ministry. And uh, it's people like you that have made that happen. So I just want to say thank you to, to those that have made it possible. Uh, I think the other thing that's happening is we are seeing a movement begin to arise of people. Uh, it's why we do what we're doing here yeah. that are saying, you know what, we've had enough. Yeah. And it's amazing because, you know, there's still churches in my community that have not even opened their doors since the scandemic. I mean, can you believe that? Wow. So there's people that are saying, you know, we need a voice. Yeah. We need somebody that's going to stand up for us and uh, fight like David, you know, and say, is there not a cause? And so that's really why I think our church has been not only blessed by God, but I think why people are coming is because God's there, but they're also having somebody that is their voice fighting for them so yeah well lots happened since last time we've been together uh you know our president president Donald trump's yes. house was raided by the yes. fbi yeah. um i know the lord's been speaking to you i've listened to some of the words that you've sure. said but would you mind sharing a little bit sure. about what you're thinking you about? know i think what's one of the most interesting things about this is sometimes when when a prophecy comes uh we immediately try to put our, our interpretation on it. So several months ago, the Spirit of the Lord said, pay attention to the month of August. I want to say this was still just coming, you know, out of the last part of winter into the spring months. But the Spirit of God prophesied, said, pay attention to the month of August, and there shall be that which they shall say in August of storms. And the Spirit of God said, pray because of this August of storms that are going to come. And, you know, literally I was thinking, okay, well, maybe there's physical, you know, storms that are, that are brewing. And right now we need to pray because there is some activity that is happening in the Atlantic and over in the Gulf. So I think there is that side of it. But then all of a sudden something happened right at the first part of August that we just talked about here. And that is that Marlago was uh, raided. I mean, I've never seen anything like that in my entire life. And the news headlines that come out are calling it a storm, a political storm, a fire storm. So here God was warning us of that this was coming. But here's what's amazing to me. Not only did they raid the White House by an absolute treasonous, illegal act of what they did to steal our vote and our voice. So you see that on the governmental level where they where they raided that, they stole that. But then when you go into a president's home and you raid that, it represents we the people. It represents us who have had now our constitutional rights and freedoms violated. But here's what God said to me, and it's very clear, and that is this. Now it gives God a position to take a legal position as the judge of heaven. They've done this to the White House. They've done it to we the people. Now the righteous judge of the earth is going to avenge us speedily 
speedily from our adversaries because of what they've done governmentally and what they've done to the people. It is now given an access to God to bring acceleration of avenging. In other words, things are going to begin to shift and turn in our favor of what the prophets have been prophesying, what the patriots have been standing for, what they've called different people conspiracists. Right. These things are coming together and beginning to accelerate now, and there is a shift that is taking place. When they raided that, that was the last straw, yeah. and it now brings a whole new momentum. You know, God was sharing this with me the other day. You ever saw where Elijah outran the chariot of Ahab? And the Spirit of the Lord said to me, he said, pay attention to that. And I said, God, why? He said, because Ahab was a corrupt king. Jezebel was in charge of really the kingdom. Ahab was just kind of a pawn. But they had corruption. And we've dealt with the same thing politically for how long in our country. Yet there was a moment where the prophetic in Elijah outran the chariot of the political corruption. What am I saying? There's an acceleration that is coming now. All the things that we've been standing for, all the things that the prophets have prophesied that have been you know, deemed false, ridiculed, persecuted, thrown at the lions, is now going to outrun the political maneuvering of the Ahab Jezebel spirit of corruption that has been on the land. And we're going to pass it up and the prophecies are going to be fulfilled. And we're going to see that the prophets were absolutely on target with what God said. Amen. I know it. It's it's not. I like yeah. to say it's coming. It's here. Yeah, it's here. Yeah, you're right. That 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 moment in time was a turning point. Yeah, it was. It was. And you know another thing that I see, if I if I may. Yeah. You know, not only do I believe it's a turning point, but I believe it's a call to action for us that we cannot just stand by and allow our freedoms to be stolen like this. Right. You know, I was reading in First uh, Samuel 17. And uh, I was looking at David, and the first thing that he did was the scripture said he ran to the battle. And it says that the mighty men of Israel, here you had King Saul, you had the mighty military, you even had the scribes, which represents the media, withdrew themselves from the battle, and they were meeting in a tent, completely paralyzed and afraid to do anything. Watch this. We've been called Christian nationalists. Right. Well... We are. We love God. We love our nation. You know, David was a Jewish nationalist, you could say. He loved his country, and he loved God. And yet he ran to the battle, engaged in the battle, and guess who the first one that tried to talk him out of the fight? His brethren. And today we have brethren, Christian brethren, preachers, pastors, uh, some in the community that are trying to talk a Davidic spirit and action for God and for country. They're trying to talk us out of it through their anger, through their opposition, because we are saying, you know, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? What right do you have to take from us what God has freely given to us? And so Eliab, David's elder brother, got mad at him, tried to talk him out of the battle. But David said, is there not a cause? And I think when that raid happened, it it literally caused people to say, now I understand the cause, and it's going to begin to reflect in something that we really need to pray. The Lord said to me, he said, pray for a midterm miracle. And I, and I also heard the Lord say, pray for a divine delay. And I, I don't know if it's connected to the midterm elections or not, but I sense something is up where God wants a miracle. He doesn't want mayhem. And I think it sparked an outrage with that raid that happened that people are rising up now like never before and joining in the cause. Yeah. And can I say this last thing, do you mind? In Exodus 14, 
it was amazing to me how, or Exodus chapter 2, it says that the more they afflicted the people of Israel, the more they grew. Do you know what that raid did? That was just going to, yeah. that was the question I was going to ask you. The, yeah. the more they continued to take, try to take our freedoms, you know, raid the president's house, is creating a backlash, a movement, just like it did in Exodus 2. The, Israel grew, and it says that the Egyptians were grieved. In other words, they lost control, and that's what's getting ready to happen, and it's what's continuing to happen right now. Mm, that's right. That's Do you right. think we could see another Haman situation? Where you... Yeah, I, I really believe that. And, I, and the reason I believe that is because the Spirit of the Lord said that we are in a time right now, just like in the Red Sea, where the Spirit of the Lord said that he has set traps. You know, Pharaoh had such an arrogance. There's a there's a pride. There's a demonic principalities that are driving these people that are trying to take our country, just like it was on Pharaoh and his army, that they thought that their God probably opened the Red Sea, and God used it as a trap to ultimately do something that is going to be the word of the Lord, is the word of the Lord for this nation right now. And here's what it is in Exodus 14. God said to the people, don't fear. Moses, you take your authority, you take what I've been, what I've given to you, and you go forward, and the Egyptians that you see, come on, some of these rhinos and Democrats and these people that are trying to do this to our nation, God said in Exodus 14, you won't even see them anymore. There is coming an end to this. This is what people don't understand. The new era that the Lord prophesied in 2015 in our ministry, he said, Hank, when a former president dies, the day he dies... And the earth soil shakes in what is called America's soil on the same day you've entered a new era. Fast forward to 2018, George Bush Sr. dies. And on the very day he dies, you have the 7.0 earthquake in Alaska. And, And really, it was a sign that we've entered a new era. Then God prophesied in 2018 and 19 that we're going to have a pandemic. And, and and then he said that it's going to be the decade of difference, and it's going to start off harsh, but then it's going to come into rest. And I believe that part of the rest that we're coming into, this decade of difference, the Egyptians that you see today, you're going to see no more, is really this new era that God is prophesying. And if we will continue to stand for what heaven is declaring through the prophets and the patriots and the people that are really standing for God right now, we will see the new era unfold. And it won't be like the harsh season that we've had to go through. That's amazing you said the divine delay that the word of the Lord told you because I know many generals and many generals have told me personally and publicly on his glory that they believe there's a 50-50 chance that we even have a midterm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. Well, and I think the reason is, is there has to come a moment in our nation we're as much as we want to go forward in things and try to fix things you can't if you violate something that the scripture talks about and it's this it says if the thief be found he must pay back sevenfold what has been stolen that's one thing but it also talks about you cannot spoil uh, a strong man's house unless you first go back and bind that strong man so there are things in the spirit realm that demons absolutely perpetrated over our nation that have to be dealt with in the spirit, which I believe we've done that in the spirit in prayer. I think we're we're, we're making tremendous headway. But there also has to be legal uh, parallels to the spiritual prayers and warfare that we've been doing where we have to take legal action. God said something to me very, very important. I'm going to share this actually tomorrow. Judges 5. 
He said there's four things that he's going to use to take back our country, which I believe is going to be part of the possibility of what you said that even the, the, the generals of, of our great country are saying. He said there's an until moment that is coming. If you remember what was happening in Judges 5, they were choosing uh, side roads. The, the scripture says they were taking winding roads. Okay, think about the woke culture. How many people have gotten off of the main roads of, of moral majority, common sense, constitutional rights and freedoms, and gotten off all these side roads? That's what they were doing in Judges 5. They didn't even know the name of their God. For the first time in the history of America, we don't know the name of our God. Yeah. And 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 they and and then the third thing is it, they were they were literally the Bible says that they were uh, literally uh, choosing new gods, war in the gates, and yeah, there was war in the gates. In other words, a cultural battle that's going on. And then it says this in verse seven: until I Deborah arose as a mother in Israel, and God said, "There's the until moment, Hank." That's what that raid represents. It represents something has to trigger in the natural and the spirit realm. They have to hit together. There's a certain synergy that has to happen. And it's the until moment. Everything looks like it's lost. It looks like we are not gaining ground. But then all of a sudden there's that until moment and everything shifts. And in Judges 5, that's exactly what happened. Deborah arose and there were four things that happened. A common person a mother in Israel, you know she had to be a literal mother or she would have never been given the place of prominence, exactly. not a barren woman. Right. So the common folk, we the people, second it says the governors arose. I believe there's coming a governor shift that are going to be appointed. That's why we need uh, the right people right now. And if we go to the midterms under the same circumstances, the governors are not going to be able to govern over a state level that can shift things in our nation. The other thing that has to happen is judges. You know, Deborah was a judge. You're going to start seeing tremendous victories in the courts. The Lord prophesied that. He prophesied that we would see rulings. This was back in 2017, 16, even back in 2010. He said, watch when the Supreme Court rulings will be 5-4-6-3-7-2-8-1. We just saw that. In 2005, God prophesied. He said, Roe versus Wade would be overturned by 5-4 to four decision. And it happened. Mm -hmm. Okay? So we're seeing even the victories in the courts. That's one of the things that Judges 5 says. And then lastly, Judges 5-2. It says, when the people... Uh, when the leaders bravely led, then the people willingly follow. We just need people to stand strong. And I think if we have these components come together, it's what's going to help take our nation back. And right now, we need to almost pause, go back, bind up the strong man, deal with the strong man, arrest the strong man, yeah. come on, hold him as the God of righteousness and justice so that we can move this country forward. Amen. I'll ask you a, one last question. Um, what do you think is going to happen with President Trump? Do you think they're going to indict him? You know, listen, When here's what the Lord said to me. So this is what my answer will be to this with President Trump. We need to pray for President Trump. Okay, whether the prophets prophesied he'd be back now or God's hand is still on him. People say, well, do you think that God is still going to use President Trump? As long as the anointing is on him. According to Isaiah 45, that Cyrus on as long as that anointing stays on him, there is something that God revealed to me back in August. Uh, in fact, August 16th, uh, the Lord told me that the election would be stolen. And I immediately went to, to my 
the people that I'm accountable with. Obviously, we were on Flashpoint and different things. And I said to him, I said, listen, they're going to steal the election. And there was a prophecy that said it. But before that happened, I was uh, working on my train layout. And I'll make it very quick. And and uh, I'm into HO trains. And, and I felt somebody walk in the room. The atmosphere shifted. And I thought, the Lord is standing in this room. And the fear of God gripped me, and I was afraid to turn around. And all of a sudden, I just stood there, and, and, and literally, I don't know what you would do, but I froze. And I heard the Lord's voice, and he said to me, may I speak to you? And I froze. I said, God, you don't need my permission to speak. And I fell to the ground, and I began to just worship him. And he said to me, he said, the election will be stolen. But he said, I've dedicated the election he said, to my son and to the harvest that he will have. And I've dedicated it to a generation of children who will have a future. And then he said this to me. He said, I've released an anointing of preservation over America, and I've released it over President Trump. Now think about this. Why is that important? In Luke 4, Jesus announces that the anointing of the Spirit is upon him. And then once he sat down and made that announcement that this anointing was on him, they tried to kill him. But as long as Jesus stayed in the anointing, it wasn't until they went to arrest him in the garden in John 18. And they said, are you the Christ? And that anointing was so strong, that anointing that preserved Jesus. He said, yes. And they fell backwards. And it wasn't until he said to Peter, hey, put away the sword, man. He said, now's the time. That anointing of preservation lifted off of him, and they were able to take him. <laughs> what am I saying? As long as we keep praying for President Trump, that anointing of preservation upon him, they will not be able to touch him. And whatever they try will fail, like it did with the fake dossier and the Russia collusion. So you got to keep praying for that anointing that God put on him. Lastly, I'll say this. Pray for President Trump. Why? Because if the law and the prophets were subject to something so powerful in the garden, when Jesus the Messiah was literally there and great drops of blood was coming from his forehead and he said, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Do you know every prophet that ever prophesied about the Messiah, their prophecies were hanging in the balance because a human being fully God, fully man, had to ultimately submit his will to what God prophesied to through the prophets. And thank God he did. And we need to keep praying that President Trump will continue to stay anointed, be anointed, and surrender to the will of God to take this country back. And I believe two things. The anointing is on him, and he wants to continue to fight for America and take it back. So yes, we're in good hands. He does. And there's anointing on Eric Trump as well. Yes, oh, yeah. there is. We were, uh, I don't know if you've heard yeah. this yet. It's gone viral. Yeah. We were, Amanda and I were up on stage praying over Eric Trump in New York. And while we were praying, uh, Dante, Donna uh, Clement, Kim Clement's daughter, yeah. was filming two bald eagles flying over yeah, at the same time. Oh, my gosh. And they don't have eagles in Batavia. Right. Yeah. Well, can I tell you why that's important? And this is, you know, there's a there's we've, we've seen dynasties before okay it tried to happen in obviously uh, it happened with George Bush senior George Bush jr it tried to happen with you know Bill and then obviously Hillary in the perverted sense yeah, yeah. now God wants to show America what it really looks like in a godly anointed sense with a true father and son 
and sons type picture. So be watching. It, it's right. going to unfold. So uh, we're we're in. I'm going to use really bad English. We're in gooder times. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> Better times. I like Praise that. God. Yeah. Amen. Thank yeah. you so much, Thank Pastor. You. It's been an honor to be here. I felt God's presence. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, I did too. I did too. God bless you. We'll be right back after this.